Hi everyone, I'm Debbie Roberts, owner and financial advisor at Property Apprentice. Join us today for the Week in Review, where I talk about current events for the everyday investor and home buyer. Our topics for this week, first up from Good Returns on the 6th of December, Auckland housing market rebounding. Second topic from RNZ on the 6th of December, housing market, borrowers warned higher mortgage rates to last longer. Topic number three, News Hub on the 4th of December, Economists predict high number of KiwiSaver withdrawals will persist next year. Fourth topic from CoreLogic on the 10th of December, 10 things to know about mortgage debt right now. And fifth topic for this week in review from One Roof on the 6th of December, Tony Alexander, should first home buyers be worried about property investors? First topic from Good Returns on the 6th of December, Auckland housing market rebounding. Affluent buyers in Auckland capable of investing in homes priced at $2 million and above have re-entered the real estate market with vigour. Barfoot & Thompson, the city's largest real estate agency, experienced robust sales, having sold 91 properties surpassing the $2 million threshold, which is the highest in 20 months. Notably, 24 of these transactions exceeded $3 million, also marking a two-decade high. The Managing Director of Barfoot & Thompson, Peter Thompson, observes a notable acceleration in the housing market, citing a significant increase in sales figures and a significant recovery in prices, reclaiming much of the ground lost in the previous year. November showcased this positive momentum, with a modest yet consistent upswing hinting at a promising trading month in December. In the same month, the agency achieved its highest sales volume in 21 months, selling 956 properties. Property prices have stabilised, with the median price reaching $1.018 million, the highest in eight months, while the average price at $1.185 million stands as the highest in 19 months. Noteworthy is the 2.8% year-on-year increase in the average sales price for November, marking the first instance where the monthly average price for 2023 surpasses its 2022 counterpart. Peter Thompson underscores the market strength by highlighting the sustained growth in prices, emphasising that the prices paid reflect a stable upward trend rather than a temporary recovery. Additionally, new listings reached a 20-month high at 1,841 and month-end properties for sale, totaling 4,841, were 12.5% higher than the preceding three months. Second topic from RNZ on the 6th of December, housing market borrowers warned higher mortgage rates to last longer. Household lending activities rebounding with a 4% increase in gross new lending flows from August to October, compared to the same period last year, according to the Reserve Bank data. Despite this rise, the total lending value of $16.8 billion remains below 2020 and 2021 levels. Chief Property Economist Calvin Davidson, analysing the data, advises new borrowers to expect prolonged higher interest mortgage rates. He anticipates that even if wholesale rates decrease, the Reserve Bank's firm stance on inflation will likely maintain current mortgage rate levels in the coming year. Low deposit home loans remain limited, preventing borrowers from falling behind despite increasing interest rates. Mortgage arrears, according to recent Centrix data, stayed low in October, with only a slight uptick from 1.25% to nearly 1.3% of mortgage holders. 
Loan-to-value ratio rules continue to have a significant impact, with only 0.3% of investors securing loans with less than 35% deposit in October. For owner-occupiers, approximately 7% borrowed with less than a 20% deposit. Despite rising interest rates, mortgagee sales remain low, thanks in part to the insulation provided by the long-standing loan-to-value ratio rules in effect for a decade in New Zealand. And I would suggest also thanks in large part to the fact that banks are using high test rates for affordability at the moment. Recent CoreLogic data indicates 41 mortgagee sales in the third quarter, significantly lower than the peak of 700 to 800 during the global financial crisis. If you'd like to learn more about investing in property, join me at one of our free events called How to Succeed with Property Investing. I'll discuss strategies for successful investing from my perspective as an experienced investor and a financial advisor, and these events are available live online or in person in our office in Ellerslie, Auckland. Check out propertyapprentice.co.nz for upcoming dates and register today. We don't sell property, so it's all about increasing your knowledge to reduce your risk. If you've already been to one of our free events and you're not yet a client of ours, if you'd like to find out more about how we can help you to reach your financial goals, you can also book a no-obligation phone call or meeting with my husband, Paul Roberts, via the website. And if you are one of our clients, then you'll already know that you can reach out to your coaches at any stage that you like. Third topic this week in review from News Hub on the 4th of December, economists predict high number of KiwiSaver withdrawals will persist next year. An economist predicts that the trend of increased early KiwiSaver withdrawals will continue in 2024, driven by a surge in mortgage refinancing at higher rates. Recent data indicates a nearly twofold rise in KiwiSaver withdrawals for financial hardship, with figures climbing from 1,570 individuals in October 2022 to 2,800 in October 2023. During the same period, the amount withdrawn due to financial hardship increased from $10.3 million to $21.5 million. The primary factor behind this surge is the elevation of mortgage rates in response to the Reserve Bank's decision to raise the OCR, the official cash rate, to manage inflation. Despite the OCR remaining stable at 5.5% for the last four decisions, after 12 consecutive increases, homeowners who fixed their mortgages at 2.8% two years ago now face rates of 6.7% for the lowest refixing option. This translates to an additional burden of almost $500 per fortnight for those with a $500,000 mortgage. Infometrics Chief Forecaster Gareth Kiernan highlighted that the escalating number of KiwiSaver withdrawals indicates significant financial stress, considering the high threshold for accessing funds under significant financial hardship. He acknowledged that such withdrawals have been on the rise, suggesting genuine financial strain for certain households. Unfortunately, Kenan anticipates that withdrawal levels will persist as individuals continue to transition from lower fixed rates to higher ones throughout 2024. I suspect that you know a number of these things are happening, um, which is clearly showing that there's some financial strain in the New Zealand market. So for those reasons and for the fact that we've got a lot more data that's due to come out over the next couple of months, I wouldn't be at all surprised if the Reserve Bank does start to relax the OCR, not in the short term, but certainly in the medium term. And I wouldn't be surprised if they start relaxing those 
about the middle of next year, which is earlier than most economists are currently predicting. Fourth topic for this week in review from CoreLogic on the 10th of December, 10 things to know about mortgage debt right now. In today's Market Pulse, Chief Property Economist Calvin Davidson examines lending activity and presents 10 key market insights about mortgage debt nationwide. Lending activity from August to October saw a 4% increase compared to the previous year. However, the total amount of $16.8 billion remains below 2020 and 2021 figures. Loan-to-value ratio rules continue to impact lending, with only 0.3% of investors securing loans with less than 35% deposit in October. First-home buyers are leveraging the low deposit speed limit, constituting around one-third of first-home buyers obtaining loans in October, and consistently representing 70-80% to 80% of low-deposit owner-occupier lending. First-home buyers are also securing relatively large loans averaging just under $562,000 in October, compared to investors at around $493,000, which is unsurprising considering that investors need to have a much larger deposit than first-home buyers, especially those borrowing with less than 20% deposit for first-home buyers. Risky lending is currently minimal, with only 17% of loans in October being interest-only. Debt-to-income ratios of at least seven are under control, accounting for 1% of first-home buyers and less than 8% for investors. Mortgage rates have increased with the, with the latest figure for a special one-year fix at about 7.3% compared to lows of 2.2%, which were unusually low during COVID when the OCR was slashed to historically low levels. The average mortgage rate across existing debt is 5.3%. Total mortgage debt stands at $354 billion with an aggregate loan-to-value ratio of about 22%, indicating significant equity on paper. Mortgage repricing remains an ongoing process with 54% of current loans fixed but due for repricing in the next 12 months, which could increase the financial strain that we're currently seeing in the market. Non-performing mortgages are less than 0.5% of total debt and mortgagee sales are low with just 41 in quarter three of 2023. Existing mortgage holders generally remain ahead on repayments with around two-thirds of borrowers at least three months in the black, according to recent Westpac data. Key takeaways include the resilience of the labour market, potential challenges of job losses occur in 2024, and the impact of credit availability and costs on short-term housing market trends. Despite other factors, caution remains due to the influence of higher for longer mortgage rates on the emerging upturn in house prices, which I've discussed already this week in review. Fifth topic for this week, from one roof on the 6th of December, Tony Alexander, should first-home buyers be worried about property investors? This analysis is provided by independent economist Tony Alexander. The recent coalition agreements among the National Act and New Zealand First Parties bring positive news for residential property investors. They will regain 80% interest expense deductibility from April 1st next year, with full deductibility returning a year later. This financial year ending on 31st of March 2024 I mean, property investors will get 60% interest deductibility. While these changes theoretically suggest an increased influx of investors into the market, 
Recent surveys of real estate agents sponsored by New Zealand Home Loans paint a nuanced picture. Surveys conducted at the end of October indicated a net 26% increase in agents observing more investors in the market. However, the most recent survey conducted last week shows a slight easing to a net 22%. While there is evidence of more investor activity compared to pre-election levels, the confirmation of early tax changes has not triggered a significant surge in investor buyers. Notably, the proportion of agents witnessing more investors looking to sell has risen from 7% to 11% in the past month, suggesting that some investors are now choosing to capitalise on market demand from first-home buyers. Examining the broader market trends, the year witnessed a surge in first-home buyers from February, driven by lower prices, increased choices, low competition from other buyers, higher savings, job security and improved credit access. Mid-year, saw heightened activity as delayed buyers entered the market. The current market appears to be settling after the September quarter surge in activity. Contrary to expectations of a flattening market, a net 28% of agents still anticipate rising prices in their locations. This sustained upward momentum aligns with the past three months, indicating continued price growth without reaching a frenzied state. Examining buyer behaviour, the fear of missing out or FOMO indicator stands at 28%, which is slightly down from 33% a month ago. This suggests that FOMO is present, but at levels slightly below average, pointing to a market without excessive urgency. The market's current stability is attributed to ongoing challenges in obtaining credit, particularly for investors with test interest rates exceeding 9%. This high hurdle, is expected to temper market activity until interest rates potentially decrease between January 1st and December 31st next year. Ready to embark on a journey of discovery and learning in the coming year? We're thrilled to invite you to our How to Succeed with Property Investing event, which is sure to be a game changer for you. As a seasoned property investor and licensed financial advisor, I'll be sharing valuable insights and expert tips to help you on your journey. Our free events cater to all levels of property investors and also first-home buyers. I'll also tell you more about how we help our clients to achieve their financial goals. So if you're interested in finding out more about what we do and how we can help you, visit propertyapprentice.co.nz today to secure your spot and register for one of our upcoming events. Alternatively, book a no-obligation phone call or meeting with my husband, Paul Roberts, through our website, propertyapprentice.co.nz. Thanks for listening. And I believe we'll only have one more week in review for this year before we'll be taking a short break over the Christmas period. So we'll speak to you next week. <music>